Welcome to Take a Walk with an Exec, the exclusive EMS podcast. Your opportunity to step away from the screen and get outside for a little audio learning on the go. Listen in as industry executives reveal what's on their minds, what's in their playbooks, and how they're planning to take on the challenges that lie ahead. And now, your host, Rachel Boucher. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Boucher. We hope your virtual EMS experience is off to a fantastic start. Today, we launch our first episode of Take a Walk with an Exec. Uh, we're thrilled to have a veteran B2B voice here with us today, Alex Sapiz, Vice President, Global Events at Cisco. From world-class social media integrations to innovative experience design to breathtaking stages, uh, Cisco events are moving, strategic, and award-winning. Thank you, Alex, for being here. Thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. It's great. So many of our listeners today are taking this opportunity to step away from their workspaces um, and we hope enjoy some fresh air. Um, what do you do during the week to clear your mind, um, either during the week or as a, during the month, as it were? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, so I'm not an outdoors type person. I'm, I'm more of a homebody. I, I love being home. I love spending time in different corners of the house. And usually you find me with a book uh, or a journal. I think those are two important outlets for me. Even I get inside my mind by writing or I get into a completely different world by reading, uh, by reading a book. So I think those are my two main outlets. Mm. Yeah. Having, having, choosing spaces to move around in seems to be pretty important while we're all, um, you know, lacking <laughs> other spaces. For to go sure. To. Absolutely. And leaving my home office. I mean, I obviously spend a ton of time here, but it's important for me that this is my workspace. And usually, even though I am surrounded by my books and and my creative space uh, is is also here, I do love exploring different corners of the home for, you know, for a change. Mm -hmm. So what have you learned over your career so far about um, establishing habits, making time for yourself, you know, like journaling, you know, while mm-hmm. you're balancing so much email, work, family, friends? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. It's a great question. And uh, uh, I think one that we we kind of seek to solve. I mean, I work long hours. I, I usually and, you know, usually the work doesn't end at, at the end of the business day, but Several years ago, I, I abandoned the, the concept of balance and I started focusing instead on integrating, integrating my work with my life. Um, I'm a mom uh, of two girls, you know, teenage girls, and uh, I found a lot of peace with that notion, right? I, I don't have any hard rules. It's really about managing my priorities at any given time. And there are times that work comes first. And others where family is the focus. And I don't necessarily establish a, a, a protocol for when that is. Uh, but I, I, do, I do find myself in a much more peaceful uh, um, understanding of my priorities if I just manage things as they come. Um, and, 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 and when we are together as a family, that's our family time. And we, we enjoy that very much. But I also know that the girls, my husband, they, they also know 
my work, right? And how demanding that can be. So it's, uh, it's like a family project with like everything in life, right? We're all in this together. So excellent. Yeah. So let's take a step back for a moment. Um, years ago, we published a regular column called I knew I was an experiential marketer when. So mm-hmm. when did you know you were an experiential marketer and that strategic events were your calling? I love that question. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that last night mm-hmm. uh, when I was reading the, the questions. But, you know, I, I was first exposed to events when I had to cover for a colleague who went on maternity leave. Uh, she was the event manager. And, uh, and for three months, I accumulated functions and, and covered for her. And, and literally at the end of that experience, I, I knew I wanted to do events uh, full time. So she came back. I, I stayed for a little while in, in my marketing job, which had a focus on marketing communications. But after that, I, I pivoted my career. And what, what draws you to this, in this, you know, this profession? I, you know, I mean, there's just something about the creation of an experience and, and, designing an experience with with a business purpose in mind with um you know thinking uh, about the journey i just i felt you know perhaps i had some natural inclinations you know i was a highly organized person i i i, I i'm a linear thinker so i kind of saw beginning middle and end uh it's it kind of i mean over time obviously i understood some of those parallels. I think back then I was just, I was exposed to a very interesting world of, um, of live events. And I just thought, this is, this is really fun. And I can explore so many, so many areas. I can, I can have a very strategic uh, view of, of how we present our brand at this event. Uh, You know, you have a lot of, of different fields that kind of come together to, to build an experience, you have a little bit of production, you have a little bit of theater, you have a little bit of, a, you know, you have content, you have communications, you're just, you know, we are such a, an aggregator as a function. I think I was just, uh, I was a little bit in awe with with all that could make up this this job. And let's talk about career paths for a second. There may be people listening who um, are thinking about their trajectory and their path. And um, so what, uh, what worked well for you? You know, we always say that, the, that no two paths into events are the same. And, um, but what do you think worked well for you in, in finding your way in this industry? Sure. Yeah, I, I considered myself quite lucky that I've had the opportunity to work for a few different types of organizations during my career. And, and that gave me such a broad range of, of experiences. I've produced events for a startup. I've led a large show for a user group association. I've, I've worked on the agency side supporting amazing accounts. I've now have the opportunity to experience the brand and, and corporate side of the business. So, and while none of this was by design, right, these jobs just they they happened uh, and and I was building my career path as I went. I find it that 
it just, it was a very well-rounded journey. And, and I know I am a better event marketer, I'm a better professional in my field because I was able to see and experience our event business from all these different lenses. So every time I t speak to a, an early career uh, individual or someone who is trying to break into the uh, event world, I, I always talk about the, the multitude of, of paths and, and, and opportunities. Um, and you're better off, uh, you know, if you have the opportunity to experience those different sides, eventually you find your calling, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I never, you know, I never thought I would leave the agency side. I was, I, I loved that world. I loved the, 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 the broad range of businesses and accounts that you're dealing with on a daily basis, the, the, all that creative energy. It's wonderful. Um, but I also, when I had the opportunity to, to, to take the role at Cisco, I knew that that experience was going to give me different things and a different experience and a kind of an end-to-end -end ownership of things and the ability to lead a broader portfolio and the ability to do more global work. So uh, every single experience, every single opportunity I had in my career path gave me something. Um, and, and I think the sum of that is 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 where the the magic is right mm, yeah so we're about three quarters of the way through uh, a year unlike any other right um event mm -hmm. teams have really stretched themselves and had to evolve quickly i want to know what has been a top accomplishment for your team this year you know what are you most proud of so far despite everything yeah great question um it, i'm so very proud of, of cisco global events team i mean we we really didn't skip a beat since February, Rachel. We've been, you know, tackling the dis the disruption head on. We've pivoted major flagship events such as Cisco Live, which was done in just eleven weeks, and most recently Cisco Impact, our annual sales and marketing kickoff, which we delivered this past August. We now have two more major events that we're delivering just between now and early December. So it's been really nonstop. It's been difficult for teams to even pause and recognize uh, uh, all the learnings and 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 understand uh, the the planning cycle. Right? We've been kind of doing this as we go. You're building the plane and flying it at the same time. Um, you know, we have strategies and, and digital audience engagement teams that are writing completely new business rules around how we engage in, in industry events and in digital industry events. You know, so I, I just see so much creativity, uh, agility in, in, in this new world that we're, that we're operating under. So um, I'm very proud. We're learning as we go. We are... Uh, you know, we have successes, we we have failures, and we're combining all those learnings and getting the next team ready for, you know, for for their own process. So it's been it's been challenging and rewarding at the same time, but proud I am for sure of of all that this team has done. 
So what are some of the ways your team stays motivated? You know, I think one of the struggles this year has been just the stretching of skill sets, you know, and, um, you know, getting into the fully digital uh, landscape is not something that we, we do all the time. And so how do you keep the energy up? How do you kind of keep the team motivated? And what are some of the things you all are doing to stay um, creative, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we're, we're so lucky to to work for a company that builds an amazing collaboration tool like WebEx. You know, WebEx meetings, WebEx teams, they are the backbone of how we communicate and interact across the company. And I I would say that we're probably we probably feel feel closer today as a team than than before the the, the pandemic hit. I mean we were largely a remote group, also globally distributed, you know, before things shifted. So we didn't experience much of an impact from in terms of how we communicate. However, we are being very precise about bringing more of a social element to our meetings, right? Hosting our virtual happy hours, you know, creating moments to celebrate post-event, all those important moments where you build team, team camaraderie, you build trust, when you are in site inspections or you are on site and you know after an event you you have that uh, opportunity to come together and celebrate that's all gone right those th- those organic moments where that social element took place is all gone so I, I do think it's important that we we create new elements to to kind of replace that void um, you know we we have been doing lunch and learns and 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 training opportunities, you know, between our different teams. So we continue to do that on a monthly basis. Um, so I think it, it is really about using our technology to, to shorten distances, right? Trusting that we, we are, we're closer than, than we think and, and continue to, to use those tools to, to remain closed, aligned, you know, communicate more often than not. I think those are some of the ways that kept this team you know, united and strong over the last six months. Mm. So we talk a lot about what events are going to be, are going to look like over the next year or two. Um, Where's the opportunity in your eyes? Um, What can we all finally let go of and think about differently that will positively Mm -hmm. impact our programs going forward? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we have to, we have yet to see what the future holds, right? I mean, I, I remain optimistic. Um, I think for a while, we'll continue to gather digitally. And, uh, and after that, I think we'll start to reintroduce in-person experiences that will feel, look uh, very different than, than they were, um, along with a robust digital offering. I think the world uh, will be a world of where you choose how you how you connect, you choose how you consume content, you, you choose how you, you get the training and the knowledge that these events that we produce um, offer our, our customers, our partners, our employees. Um, and, and I think the opportunity is, is in this duality. It, we will be, it's gonna be less straightforward it's going to probably require more time, eventually, maybe even more money, more investment, because you're no longer creating an in-person opportunity and broadcasting that and calling 
it your digital event. We may be coming into a world where you are producing two very distinct experiences and offering those two experiences in, in, in a similar manner, uh, which kind of doubles the, the scope of work that we currently manage. So I don't know, Rachel, I, I, you know, we're, it's, we're looking at things every three months, right? I feel like, you know, 90 days is kind of all that we have visibility into. And, and um, I think that's, we're just in a wait and see mode and trying to anticipate as much as possible, but knowing that things could change. Mm -hmm. And what's a tenet of a Cisco event that will never change, whether you're in person, hybrid, or virtual? Yeah, we have three guiding principles that that we apply to every event, every program we do, independent of format. So our experience have to achieve these three things. Uh, The experience has to be hyper-personalized. It has to be frictionless. And it has to have meaning. It has to be meaningful. So that continues to be the, those are the North Stars and they continue to be in they haven't changed for the last, you know, I think we've had these guiding principles for the last three years and they'll continue to be guiding the future of, of Cisco's experiences. Mm-hmm. So we talk about how precious time is these days, um, but you now you talked about journaling too, any kind of guilty pleasure mm-hmm. or, act- or activity that has gotten you um, and your team, you know, through the last six months, six, seven yeah. months. Yes, definitely. You know, my books and and my journal, that's kind of a weekly habit, Um, you know, memory keeping. I I do love that stuff. I love papers. I'm very tactile person. Mm. Um, But films, I mean, movies, you know, Netflix series, I'm usually so behind. I I just caught up on Game of Thrones. I know this was like (laughs) news several years ago. And but I you know, I finished during the pandemic succession. I just loved it. Just finished that series. So we've, we've been doing a lot of movies as a family, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, movie nights here um, have been kind of the, the way to come together and enjoy some, some family time as well. All right. And as we wrap up, um, you know, parting words for our listeners, your event Mm -hmm. peers, um, as they look down the last few months of the year, what, what, what what would you want to say to them? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, I, we have to continue to work together. I, I love how the industry has come together. I, I meet monthly, sometimes even more often with my peers in the industry. There's just such tremendous power in us sharing intelligence, sharing our experiences, sharing our challenges. So let's continue to do this. Let's continue to come together, support each other. I know this this has hit our industry harder than any other business, uh, and um, but we can get through it. So um, I, I just uh, I love being part of this events industry, and uh, and I think we need to continue to work together to to get through this this phase. Excellent. Well, Alex, thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you all of you who are listening. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with another episode and another exec. Take care. This has been an episode of Take a Walk with an Exec, the exclusive EMS podcast serving up candid perspectives from industry executives, no screen time required.